the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I tell you, wow, this is one of those wow, 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 wow days because, first of all, this is Black History Month. So every day in February is a wow day. Wow, wow, wow means good. It means that uh, we get an understanding of learning history that happened yesterday. Uh, We get a chance to make history today. And we also get a chance to prepare history for tomorrow. (laughs) You know, so that's what it's all about. And we, uh, over the years, I mean, um, over 400 years, actually, we have had a lot of accomplishments uh, uh, in coming to America and making our marks in America. And that's uh, uh, what I want to talk about today because we got a fantastic lineup. Uh, I would say we got four people in this lineup because uh, my great co-host, Michelle Cooley, well, she's always in the lineup. So I got to I got to say, uh, how you doing, Michelle? How you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. I'm excited about today's show. So, you know, it's it's a real testament to all the black authors, artists and entrepreneurs that are doing their thing. It's It's a great testament. It's a great testament uh, to everyone in America, uh, you yes. know, you know, too, that they're doing their thing because everybody play a role in this. But uh, I like to say that that young lady, Talisha Berry, uh, is, and uh, we're going to talk to her shortly, but she's making a lot of great things happen. Uh, she is doing a lot of great things, and she brought two uh, guests on that I find fascinating, and I can't wait uh, to an opportunity to get a chance to uh, chat with uh, everyone. So uh, currently I'm coming out, coming to you from our Dallas studios, listening audience. If you want to be part of this great conversation, you can call in at nine, seven, two, eight, seven, zero, eight, seven, zero, four. Again, that's nine, seven, two, eight, seven, zero, eight, seven, zero, four. You know, so Michelle, ah, who are, who are our guests today? Well, you want to tell you the title of the show today? Well, yeah, first of all, just just say tell who our guest is. Just just call them by our name. Our guests are Talisha Berry, King Kadar, and Lady Ladonna. Wow. Now, what is the title of today's show? The title of today's show is Honoring Black Authors, Artists, and Entrepreneurs. Purpose. Purpose is getting to know the background of CEO, Editor-in-Chief, Director, and author Talisha Berry, CEO, Entrepreneur, Comedian, Actor, King Kadar, and Minister Psalmist and author Lady LaDonna. Talk with Talisha Berry about the upcoming BAAE Awards. Discuss with King Kadar his different empires, his businesses he has created. And talk with Lady LaDonna about her role as a minister, her works with outreach programs and ministries, and also being an author and a recording artist. Wow. i tell you what, this is how I want to do this today. Uh, uh, we're going to introduce uh, Talisha first. We're going to chat with her in the, in the beginning, and then we're going to get to these other two great people. So, uh, Michelle, can you uh, please introduce uh, our first guest? Yes, Talisha Berry is the CEO of Strive Publishing and Editor-in-Chief of Courageous Woman magazine and his spin-offs Courageous Men magazine and Authors Who Launched magazine. While transitioning from married to singing and overcoming that stress, Talisha transformed the Courageous Woman blog into a community print magazine with faith, determination, and the $30 she had in her bank account. Talisha speaks and encourages women worldwide to believe in themselves, start where they are, and use what they have to launch their products, services, and 
books. She has deep roots in the arts. Her love for acting and performing took her around the country performing as an actress in off-Broadway plays. She honed her skills in her first love, writing, producing, and directing theatrical productions with numerous stage plays to her credits. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, welcomes back Talisha Berry. Talisha, welcome back to the show. You know, you always welcome on the show, Talisha. You're doing so many great things, and we call them big things. You're doing so many big things, and um, uh, that uh, really shows, and uh, you're really building up uh, authors, actors, entrepreneurs, people, <laughs> everybody. So, Talisha, uh, can you tell our listening audience uh, a little bit about what you've been doing oh, since you was on here, I guess, a couple months ago? Oh, well, thank y'all so much for having me on your platform. You know, I love being here on the James Cooley. It's your life show. So I really uh, appreciate always having me here. Um, you know, what I've been doing is still new and courageous woman. We've got a lot of other things going on, um, you know, with um, uh, a production. We're working on a, a um, web series. And uh, so I'm super excited about that. And um, the Bay Awards, the 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 Bay Awards. It's B A A E. It says for Black authors, artists, and entrepreneurs, and it's something that I wanted to do as a kid. I wanted, always wanted to uh, direct a award show, and um, so people from my neighborhood would all. I would always have shows on the porch, and um, so it's been just something that's been a part of me. And I always wanted to. Uh, I've given, given awards away a lot for Courageous Woman, but never had the time to to do a actual show. And um, so we planned it, and because of COVID, we, we were kind of, you know, on the fence with booking it because we wasn't sure about, you know, the whole COVID thing. It's still going on. It was so shaky. So we just postponed it. But I said, you know what? Let's do it virtually. So <laughs> it's kind of more like a um, networking event, but it's going to be a lot of fun. We have seven awards. Actually, I'm sorry. There's nine awards. And... Um, most of them are for authors and artists, and we have some some um, see some um, uh, lifetime achievements, and it's a celebrity that's going to be there, but I can't tell who it is. Um, so it's gonna, we're going to have a lot of fun, and um, um, that's what we've been doing. It's been a lot, <laughs> even though it's a virtual award, it's a virtual event. It's still the same work, still the same uh, sleepless nights really. So uh, I'm I'm so grateful for all the amazing people that are going to be there authors, artists. I mean, we have some um, amazing artists, some, some, you know, really fantastic authors. I love authors. That is my first love is writing. Uh, we have um, our, my co-host is here, King Kadar. So he's amazing and funny. And uh, Lady LaDonna is here. She has an amazing voice. So I'm looking forward to all of us coming together and making this an amazing show. Wow. Talisha, this is so exciting. I'm so excited for you and about the award show in general. Where do you get your inspiration to come up with these innovative ideas to, you know, stretch yourself? I mean, you said since you were a, little, you were a kid, you would think about an award show and, you know, it's finally here. Where do you get your, where do you get your inspiration to be so creative? Let's put it that way. Um, I don't know. I think it's just something that, you know, I was kind of born with, I guess, and my parents didn't know what to do with me. <laughs> my grandpa, my, I used to re rewrite or re-sing the commercials all the time. I would keep up a lot of noise and it was just me. And my grandmother would say, just go somewhere. You make me nervous. Just go somewhere and sit down, go write. And so I started writing. And so that would keep me a little bit quiet. And so I started writing stories and poems and and things like that, and it kind of just developed. And my grandmother actually was a writer. My mother was too. My grandmother would write my speeches for Christmas and, and Easter for church. They had nothing to do with the holiday at all. They were like, I was like a five-year-old stand-up comedian. Just memorizing these long speeches and people were like, how do you remember all that? I'm like, my grandmother. She was like Joe Jackson for real. And my people say that I'm like that, but with my kids, but I'm not. My grandmother was like Joe Jackson. So I just kind of grew up with that and it's just been a part of me. And I kind of, you know, have had some great opportunities um, in the arts. Um, and so it's just kind of stayed with me, I guess. Wow. You know, uh, this award show, I'm excited because I'm one of your presenters and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but uh, can can you tell our listening audience 
how and why you decided to come up with your uh, initial magazine. We got about two minutes before the break. Um, Courageous Woman um, was was me going through, you know, very stressful time in my life, going transitioning from a, a, a relationship, marriage, and I was looking for motivation and inspiration. And I couldn't find enough. So I started uh, writing stories and asking people if they want to share their stories. And it just kind of, you know, parlayed into a magazine. It was just a blog at first. And so many women came forward and shared their stories. And, and the stories were inspirational to other women. So it just grew. And I've always wanted to have a magazine. I've worked for several magazines back in the day. So I said it was time for me to start a magazine. And, you know, I had a friend who had a thriving publication in Detroit. He said, girl, you're going to need some money. You're going to need like 30000 to start. And I was in a restart of my life. I had started over with one child in a suitcase, okay? But I believe God, and I believe God, when he gives you a vision, he is going to make provision for you. So I believe, and I had resources, I had friends, so I just put it all together, put all those, all those together, start where you are, tell them to start where you are. I had nothing, but I had $30 in my account. I, I was missing some zeros. He said 30000 but I looked at my account. I had $30,000. I had $30, but I'm a believer. And I took that and created a way and used my resources, got out there, and we distributed 4,000 copies of the first issue. So we're celebrating 10 years of doing this. So I am so um, pleased and so amazed to still even be here doing it. And, and we've had some amazing, wonderful people be a part of it. Um, so many from, from Vanessa Bell Calloway to Wendy Raquel Robinson to Jody Watley. Hey, hey, Talisha, so- Talisha, hold that thought. We got to take a station break. But when we come <laughs> okay. back, we're going to pick it up with you. And then we're going to bring on uh, Lady LaDonna. I tell you, if you want to be part of this great conversation, that's 972-870-8704. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Noah Dingley here, producer of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley, available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And wow, I tell you, getting excited uh, listening to uh, my great friend, uh, Talisha Barry, and uh, all the great things that she is doing. Uh, she got the uh, the BAF Awards coming up real soon. Uh, but um, I tell you, listen on. If you want to be part of this conversation, that's 972-870-8704. Talisha, you was uh, kind of telling us about some of the, 
the people that you have had in your absolutely fantastic magazine. Can you pick it up from there? Oh, okay. Well, like I said, we've had some amazing people um, in Courageous Woman, and I'm so honored to have had the opportunity to connect with some people that I have uh, admired, um, you know, as a fan for so so many years, and a lot of them have become my really good friends. And um, I'm so grateful just to, you know, have this platform um, honoring women who are doing the thing. You know, these women are women who have started from nothing, who are making six, seven figure figures. They have uh, awesome businesses um, from entertainment to to lawyers to we have a, 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 a facet of women who are just doing amazing things. And that's always inspirational to other women. And so that is what the platform is about, is inspiring people. And now we got courageous men. <laughs> I have so many men on my platform that would always say, well, what you got for me? I'm a man. You know, so um, in 2020, we did start Courageous Men Magazine, in which Keith Kadar is going to be one of our featured um, uh, on our cover that, you'll, that will be revealed on the night of uh, the show, which is in two days. <laughs> so if you have not registered for the Bay Awards, you can go to CourageousWomanMag.com right now and and um get your tickets it is free but you have to register at courageouswomanmag.com slash awards wow wow you know speaking and and i i tell you what uh lady ladonna i kind of spoke out of turn because we got the king up next uh but uh we're gonna get to both of you all and we're gonna have an absolutely fantastic time so michelle can you do the pleasure of introducing our next guest Yes, King Kadar. King Kadar is originally from Detroit by way of Washington, D.C., from the kitchen to the stage. After over 20 years in entertainment, he became an entrepreneur building his own empire and business Adam National Ent Entertainment, creating King Comedy House Comedy Show and his own clothing line, ABO Ensembles. He is focused on a brighter future for his family. King Kadar is also an actor who has appeared on the HBO series Insecure, the television series The Resident, and the film Funny People. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, welcomes King Kadar. Welcome to the show, King. King Kadar. How are you doing, my friend? I'm blessed, highly favored. I cannot complain. Thank you so much for having me on your show, James. Man, and, looking uh, forward to it, man. Uh, you know, I uh, was uh, listening to some of your work yesterday, and I was cracking up. <laughs> you know, so it's an absolute pleasure having you on the show. You know, so hey King, can you tell our listening audience a little bit more about you, where you grew up and how you got started in the business and some of the things that you're doing? Uh well, uh honestly, I was I was born in Washington, DC when it says originally from Detroit by way of DC, meaning I was born in Washington. Uh my mother and father they separated, so my mama went back to Detroit, and uh, that's where my journey began. And uh, I was raised in Detroit and D.C., both summers in D.C. with my dad, Detroit. So I was in the two murder capitals of the world at that time. So I learned my hustle and my business from both of them. So all my, always, instead of getting in trouble and when people would run up on me, I would always make them laugh no matter what. I was always that would stop the bullies from messing with people because I was always a fighter with my mind and my fist. So I was raised to be a strong black man without a father. So therefore I'm the youngest of nine in my family. So therefore I caught on to something that they didn't. I've always been in alignment with myself and I'm a true believer. If you're in your alignment, you will move faster than most people. And I've always been moving forward. I look back to see the things that I've done and what my mistakes, because I'm the ninth child. So therefore, I learned from their mistakes and I was able to not make as many mistakes as I seen them do. Even though the family is a strong, we do have a strong uh, family, a couple of accountants, nurse, business women, uh, chefs. I used to be a chef as well because of my brother. I started in the kitchen. I went to work at uh, went to culinary school in Washington, uh, did some classes at CIA, uh, did some accounting at uh, Howard University. And that's where it sprung from. So being in the kitchen, working at the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C., and then I was transferred to the Lincoln Theater in New York. A lot of the people that I work with kept on saying, you should be a, you should be a comedian. You're super, super funny. Because the way I would do it when I was with the higher ups, 
uh, unquote, the uh, bigger people. How about that? Let's say it that way without putting the color on it. Uh, I would always be about my business, but when they leave, I would always make people have fun. If you have fun, you always work hard. So I would always make them laugh, make it a good day. And after a while, people, they fell in love with what I was doing. And they always would say to me, you know, King, you should be you should be a comedian. And I was like, nah, comedians don't make money like we do. Because at 21, I was making 100000 at 21. So in order for me to grow, I had to go somewhere further than that. And then uh, I tried it and honestly went back to D.C. And that's when I ran into Monique. Monique from the Parkers, from one of the Queens. And Monique took an interest in my skill and my uh, personality, more more my personality than my comedy skill because I was still growing. And she's the one, I would give all the love to her. She is the one that took me across the country and said, come on, baby, I'm going to get this $150. you are going to get this $75 and we're going to get this money. And little by little, she grew me to be a headliner. And from there, I... After three years, almost four years of doing comedy, I did a 30-minute special on Comic-Con, BT's Comic View when it was hot. And then they brought me back for another. And then after that, about five, six years, about about five years in, I did my first movie. I did Funny People. Uh, And after that, it started moving. And I started traveling around the country to do my own thing. And then it felt like a loophole. So it was like a Groundhog's Day. So... I honestly said to myself, it's time to move forward because all my my peers was moving to L.A. So I said, I'm going to do it, too. And it took me about three years to do it. So I was behind the ones that was be behind me. They were left before me. So when I came, I was the last one out of my D.C. bunch to go. But when I did go through there, I went through my struggle like the rest of us did because I thought it would be easy because a lot of comedians that's listening should know just because you're a comedian, it doesn't mean you can be an actor. And I'll give that love to Jay Comedian, Jay Phillips from uh, D.C. He told me, even though you're a great comedian, you have to do the put in the work to be an actor, meaning you have to take an actor class. So I thought I would be like Chris, Chris Tucker or Mike Epps, because everybody always I'm an animated comedian like Martin or, you know, all the animated uh, Jim Curry. I'm also that style of comedy. So I listened to him and uh I got into an acting class, and before you know it, I started landing, and it's a true statement. So for those who are out there that think just because you're funny, you can act, you truly have to go to an acting class, and then the rest moves on from there. Ken Kadar, can you tell us about, you know, was entrepreneurship always in the back of your mind when you were in the business? And also, can you kind of tell us about your businesses, um, Business Adam National Entertainment and King's Comedy House Comedy? Yes. Uh, well, entrepreneur, I would honestly say I've, I've always told most of the comedians know I've always had while I was doing my comedy, while I was doing movies. I always felt you had to because there's a rough lifestyle for a comedian. When you first start out, you're not getting paid that much money unless you're on the road. If you're in Los Angeles, California, where I am now, they don't pay you as much. You might get twenty five dollars when you used to getting three thousand to five thousand for a show. But in L.A., it doesn't work that way. So I always kept a job. I started the Dom National Entertainment and a Dom National in order to, because I started working for Keys Mercedes Benz, which is a job that I presently still hold. Honestly, just came back with them. And I just started back yesterday because I've been there for almost going on eight years next year. And the one thing I can say about that building, it brings in money. It brings in prestige. I've, I have, Stevie Wonder, Stallone, uh, uh, some of the best of the best are my customers in entertainment. And through that, that's how I was able to open the doors and to get on movies and television. So I started my business because I started, I, I have three kids, three children and two grands. So my dad passed away five years ago. And I remember him, my sister saying that she found $80. And I told myself, I would never want to be like that. So therefore I said, I will be the one, once I'm not around here, I'm going to leave a legacy and a trust so, you know, the family can eat off like the other people do. So I started building my business. I I obtained several properties. I do Airbnb and Joshua Tree, and I also just obtained a few in uh, Arrowhead. And what I do is I rent those properties out for Airbnb, and I also do Toro. So it's the same thing as Enterprise and a hotel. 
So if you look at it, you making making money at your job, you making money on your TV, your television and film, which is not work all the time. But I have a steady job. I take that money, I invest it into my business, which therefore I can obtain property. Once I obtain that property, if you sit on that property for a year and you grab it the right place, because I grabbed it in Joshua Tree, I have a house, which is King's Comedy House. It's five hey, King, King, hold that thought. We got to take a station break, but we're going to come back and we're going to continue this great conversation with King Kadar. And I tell you, listen on this. If you want to be part of this great conversation, that's 972-870-8704. Again, that's 972-870-8704. It's your life, and we'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gifts of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must-listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation it's not their final destination country boy city boy a journey that ain't over yet is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger better and a more impactful life awaits you get the new audio version of my book country boy city boy a journey that ain't over yet on amazon and wherever audio books are sold The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Noah Dingley here, producer of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. I tell you, he was talking to the king. And uh, he was explaining all of these um, uh, great ideas, great business ventures that he has going on. And it, it requires some thought, meaning that you can do it as well. I mean, but you got to want to, and you have to be able to invest the time and also surround yourself with, uh, with, uh, with people that, uh, you can learn something from and you can grow from. I believe that that's the key. So I tell you, listen on, if you want to be part of this conversation, that's nine, seven, two, eight, seven, zero, eight, seven, zero, four King. I want to pick it up because you was explaining about all the different things that you have. Uh, been doing and that you continue to do and you still stay focused because you still got your job from eight years ago. And I mean, all of these things are, are very important with growth and teaching. Uh, just like mm-hmm. your three kids, I bet they learn a lot from you. They do. Mm-hmm. You know, so, hey, King, uh, what is this, what is it like being a, a comedian and an actor? And I know both of those jobs are tough because I was one myself. Which one do you like the best, so uh, which which I love, I love how you you assembled the question. I would say it's not more so that I like one or the other. I became a comedian to become an actor first off. With with the comedy, it was more of a passion. It's is what I've seen in my growth of becoming a comedian. You have to put in the work. Uh, Bernie Mac said you need eight years in order to. Have so I truly believe that as well. So I love comedy. It's my passion. I've always wanted to be an actor since I was a little boy. So just the, the day I'd done Funny People with Adam Sandler was 
a dream come true to me. And the way I fell into it was beautiful. I, I, I foreseen it. I'm a manifester. I wanted to say that earlier. I manifest things. I said it before I left the house. I honestly, my statement was, I'm about to go put myself in a white movie. I said those words. And that night I put myself in a movie that was filming at the improv. I walked in there and they said, we're closed for the night. I said, I know. She said, we're filming a movie. I said, I know I'm in it. And she said, no, you're not King. I didn't see your name on anything. I said, no, I'm in the movie. And then a young lady, the first AD, she came out. She was like, oh my God, you're here. And I was like, yep, I am here. And then she said, hold on for a second. Let me go get Judd after ball. That's the big guy that ran uh, Funny People. And when she went and got him, to make a long story short, he thought I was David Chappelle. So therefore, I intro myself. I said, no, I'm not David Chappelle, but I'm one of the funniest brothers in the country, hands down. If you give me three minutes on stage, I'll prove it to you. And he said, you know what? I'm going to give you a part in this movie. And uh, I destroyed the stage. And then Adam called me a week later, and he wanted me to do a scene with him on Funny People. And that's at the beginning of the movie, if any of you guys ever seen it, where he finds out he lost his money and he meets the king and he meets me and my real son, which is he put my son in the movie with me and which is Junior. And I thought that was a beautiful thing. But so far as comedy and acting, I love both. My passion is comedy, but I would love to be a full time actor one day. Wow. Can you tell us a little bit about your clothing line and what style of clothing um, is your clothing line? You know. What is it all about? Well, first off, uh, it is a father and son uh, collaboration. Son, my son has done the art. My son has done all the art for the clothing. It is ABO. So that stands for abundance, belief, and overstanding. And that boils down to all black art. So therefore, he does art. My son has been doing art for years. And I've seen him not doing anything with the art. My son is very amazing. My son, he has a lot of life-like art something like that, you know, that he would always do it. I wanted to generate something positive for him because now the NFTs and I said, let's put it together because I've always been a dresser. So I have women's joggers, women's clothes, uh, casual wear, I have an ABO sexy body, which is a jogger suit for the women, sports gear, men's hoodies, tie-dye outfits, jeans. We're making a shoe. And it just started uh, drawing his own clothing. I found somebody to make those clothes. So basically, it's, it's a bunch of belief and understanding, and that's what I believe in. That would get you where you want to be. But the line is beautiful. Blessed. It should be on Melrose soon. Um, it's coming to me. Everything is coming the right way. I took off some time from work, and since I did that, the right people have walked to me. And I'm in my alignment, so therefore, the right people that in the business of clothing has called me online and people that I know, everybody's pushing it forward. So I know it's believable. It's being manifested to come out in the forefront. And if, if Kanye can do it, I can do it. Hello. <laughs> hey, man, I like I like that, man, because uh, I believe that uh, uh, a person can do anything that they set their mind to. If you can see it here, you can do it. You might not be able to see it with the physical eyes in the beginning, but <laughs> you can do it in there. I tell you, man, you're doing big things. Continue to do these great things, man. Continue to inspire. And uh, we'll be back with you shortly. But I want to bring our next guest on. You know, I'm so excited about this uh, woman of faith and all the great things that she's doing out there. Michelle, can you do the honors and introduce our next guest? Yes, Lady LaDonna, through the passionate delivery of her signature brand of hope, love, faith, and empowerment, Lady LaDonna is transforming lives worldwide. She's an inspiring author, anointed psalmist, and God-fearing minister. With everything she does, she comes forth as a ray of hope and love, especially for women of all ethnicities. With the worldwide release of I Am Diva, that got that who God called me to be and much more, which is available on all literary platforms. She offers a wealth of encouragement on topics ranging from forgiveness to self-love to unconditional love to the healing of. A native of South Florida, Lady LaDonna now makes her home in Metro Atlanta. No stranger to ministry, Lady LaDonna, Michelle, grew up as a pastor's kid. Under her mother's and grandmother's tutelage, she gained firsthand knowledge of the importance of serving others. Particularly, she was instrumental in outreach efforts that served the homeless. Additionally, she was active in her church's prison ministry as the psalmist to help set the captives free while they were yet in prison. 
These acts of service began during Lady LaDonna's teen years. God has endowed Lady LaDonna with anointed gift of song. She has utilized her amazing abilities in music and ministry on the sacred platform of one of Atlanta's largest mega churches, New Birth Missionary Baptist Church, which is where she was licensed to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. She is an active, of the minister, active member of the ministerial staff. Her ministerial gifts have taken her beyond the four walls of the church. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, proudly presents and welcomes Lady LaDonna. Lady LaDonna, welcome to the show. How are you doing? How are you doing, my friend? How are you doing? What an incredible day it is. I am doing amazing. And thank you both for having me on your show. Oh, today. wow. It's, uh, it's our pleasure. You know, so uh, we're going to get this started. Uh, we got two minutes before we take the break, but I, I got to ask you this. What was it like growing up in South Florida? And what was it like growing up a PK, a preacher's kid? Well, first of all, don't let the title fool y'all, okay? <laughs> don't let it fool you. Just don't. Growing up in South Florida was amazing. Uh, nothing like the, uh, of course, the scenery, the water, the beaches, the, the, just the, the love of people there, the Southern hospitality. Uh, growing up in uh, as a PK's kid, that's something different. That was a lot of uh, ins and outs, per se. I couldn't uh, go to a lot of the events that the other kids went to just because the uh, faith and the uh, love and the standards that my mother and grandmother uh, had within the home. And um, I don't regret none of that because I believe everything you go through uh, experience all of that is purposed and planned the way it's supposed to, and it all works out for the good. But my mother just she just raised us in a strict home, and I just didn't get a lot lot of chances to do what all the other kids did. And at one point when I went to college, I tried to get away from the stigma of being a PK's kid. It didn't work. It did not work at all because I promise you, wherever wherever you go, and if your mother or whomever in your family that has heavy faith in the word of the Lord and in the Lord, those prayers that they put up and sent up for you, they going to find you. Trust me. Wow. You know, uh, I was a preacher's kid as well. <laughs> you know, so, so you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> what I'm trying not to say. Too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I tell you, we, should, we, got a, we got a couple more minutes. Your bio states that you worked in outreach programs with the homeless and participated in your church prison ministry. I am so interested in that. Can you uh, yes? Can you tell our listening audience? And I think we got one minute uh, before the yes. break, but we're gonna we're gonna start this. and We're gonna pick it up. Can Can you begin? Absolutely. Uh, when I was young, I'll stay around maybe fourteen, fifteen. My grandmother and my mother and I would go on the streets in Fort Pierce, Florida. I don't know if anyone knows about Fort Pierce, Florida, and there's a street called Avenue D, and that's where. Whatever you can see, you will see. That wasn't, you know, of goodness. And my grandmother would set up a table uh, with clothing and she would cook and bring the food out. My mother was the one that would uh, deliver the word of the Lord. And I was the singer. And when I tell you, even if the people only came to get the food, that was okay. Because I believe in planting seeds and those seeds, however you plant them, it's going to grow. And so that was the beginning of outreach ministry for me uh, at a very young age. And the church we attended um, sought out to have me to come. I don't know why, because there was a church full of singers. The church was full of good singers, great singers. Beverly Crawford came out of our church organization and other uh, uh, gospel singers. And now the, the uh, prison ministry well, well, asked uh, my mother, could lady, I go? Lady, lady yes. LaDonna, can you hold that thought? the uh, prison minister till we get back after the break because this is so interesting and I tell you listen on if you want to be part of this conversation that's 972-870-8704 I tell you we're going to take a station break we're going to come back and we'll continue this great conversation with Lady LaDonna it's your life from James Cooley we'll be back shortly after the break there's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley 
The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley, available on Amazon, and everywhere books are sold. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. I tell you, three absolutely four, really four, and I'm not going to mess up, four absolutely fantastic guests, you know, including uh, my great uh, co-host. And I tell you, Currently, we're talking to Lady Madonna, and she was explaining to us about South Florida, and she also talked about being a preacher's kid and a lot of great things that she was doing. But I think you left off. You was getting ready to tell us about the prison ministry. Uh, can you can you pick it up from there? Hold on for one second. Again, listen, audience, you still got time to call in. 972-870-8704. Lady Madonna, can you pick it up? Yes, sir. Well, I was one of the um, youth that that was chosen to uh, be a part of the prison ministry and the church that uh, my family and I were part of. And we would go in. I was scared. Please, if you've never gone to prison or jail, (laughs) that's a scary uh, experience to go behind closed doors and hear all of the, the doors shut and all of that stuff. It was just scary. but. Uh, something inside of me says, said to me, there's a greater assignment with you for being here. And, and, and don't be afraid, just do what you've been assigned to do. And uh, the team will go in and you will have a preacher, just like a church setup. You will have a preacher, you will have the scripture, what have you. And then you will have the singer. And I was the singer. And I promise you, the first couple of times I sung in the prison ministry, I was, again, I was so afraid but after a while, looking at the faces, both men and women prisons, looking at the faces of uh, those uh, inmates, I just had a heart because I have a heart for people and I love people. My heart was heavy for them. And I say, what better way to kind of lighten their hearts, even that they are behind closed doors? Just sing to them and brighten their day, even if it wasn't for nothing but an hour. And that ministry grew and grew inside of me, sing wherever I'm assigned to go, not just in church, not just at um, concerts or what have you, but even in the places I want to go or never experience. With that being said, prison ministry is a whole you. Is a whole unique ministry in itself, but you got to have love and hearts of people to go in and minister to them. Some of them are there because of things they've done. Some of them are there because of false allegations, but nonetheless, they always want to see a beautiful heart and loving people come and visit them and share what's going on on the outside with them on the inside. Wow. Layla Donna, you are also an author. Can you tell our listening audience what about I Am Diva, what it stands for, and all about the book and why you wrote it. 
Yes. Well, before, if I may say this, I'm a CEO of Bridgepoint Media and Entertainment, and I'm going to tell you how the book came about. Uh, Bridgepoint Media is an entertainment company, and I've done PR work for numerous of uh, gospel artists and secular artists and uh, pastors and bishops. And um, I said, this is enough because I'm, I'm tired of doing the entertainment stuff, sports entertainment, all of that stuff. And I said, there's something greater, something purpose that I know I must put out and deliver. And, uh, and growing up as a young lady, as a young lady shelter, sometimes you become naive to things that go on in the world, you know, the regular world, I should say. And uh, after experiencing uh, two, two or three different e- events in my life, I said, no, I'm destined for greater. No, I'm destined for greater. And so in my dream, the Lord gave me this book title because all my life people would say, you're such a diva, you're such a diva, you're such a diva. And when I became to understand and I looked up the word and I saw who the industry would call divas, no judgment, please, no judgment at all. I said to myself, that's not me. I'm not entitled. I'm not arrogant. I don't blah, blah, blah. And the Lord said in my dream, he said, you are a diva, but let me show you how you are. And in my dream, he gave me D, destined, I, you will have integrity in things that I give you to do. You will be victorious, V, victorious, and you are anointed to carry this work out. That's who I called you to be and much more. And I want to go back to the word anointed. Anointed is, a, we use it in the body of Christ, yes, and it is. it, it, it does equate to laying on the hands of, with the oil. That's, that's, that's what we equate it with. But anointed means that there is a specific calling. Only you can do, Michelle. Only you, Talisha, can do. I can't do what God has called you to do, and you can't do what God has called me to do. That's what the word anointed, that's how the Lord gave it to me. Specific, set aside to do that work. Only he has called you to do. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, I mean, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm speechless. <laughs> you know, that was well put, Lady LaDonna. You are fantastic. <laughs> you are fantastic. Hey, I want to bring all three. <laughs> I want to bring all three of you all back on. Uh, we got about four, four and a half minutes left in the show. And uh, I want to get all three of you guys on at the same time. Uh, I want to start off with Talisha. And I want to start off with King. We got the Bath Awards coming up. And, uh, Hey, King, are you the co-host? Uh, and Talisha, you're hosting this event. Uh, can you guys just tell me 30 seconds apiece, what does this what does this mean to you? How does it feel uh, to be hosting and uh, identifying and recognizing so many great folks? I want to start with you, Talisha. Well, you know what? I My thing is always uplifting and empowering other people because it's not no no fun and it doesn't feel that great when I'm just doing it all by myself. It's, you know, it's so many wonderful people doing so many amazing things that inspire me. And I just want other people to be inspired. I want other people to know about them. So um, I'm so honored and so happy to be doing the Bay Awards, Black authors, artists, and entrepreneurs. So it, it, it I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, uh, this Thursday night at eight o'clock. Um, if you're not um, registered, you better go to courageouswomenbag.com slash awards and register today. What about you, King? I honestly would have to say, James, I'm thankful to be a part of it. This is something that Jalisha called me to bring me on to. And uh, I'm very thankful for her spirit, who she is in my life. So I'm always willing to help anything that's going to move us forward. So I'm happy to be a part of it, and she has some beautiful people attached to it. I, myself, I'm one of the people that she called that wanted to be attached to it, and I told her, she said, I know you're always busy, but can you help me out? And I said, you know what? I sure can. You know, I'm there for you. So I'm looking forward to it, and uh, I'm looking to see it just as well as you are and be a part of it, honestly. Man, I'm so excited to be part of this, and uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Lady LaDonna. How do you uh, get balance uh, in your life, your professional life, uh, along with your family life? I know sometimes it gets tough 
uh, one minute or less, how do you create balance where you stay equal? I'm talking about for equilibrium. <laughs> wow, that is a tough question. But, you know, uh, <laughs> time management, prayer. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to say these, these words in whatever order they come out. But time management, prayer, loving people, knowing who I am and trying to learn who other people are. It gives me a sense of a balance and a sense of um, just keep moving forward. I heard King, is it King? I heard King said earlier uh, about manifest, manifest, ah, you know right. what I'm saying, <laughs> manifesting. And uh, one thing that I love in my life is just to mani- be manifested with great people, um, keep moving and keep moving, but also reaching behind and pulling those who not as advanced as we are, always showing love and extending love and kindness to them. That gives me balance. You have the this level of people, you have that level of people. That gives me a balance overall. And my family, my children, my daughter is 32 and my son is 29. So they're all in their homes and with their family. So no worries right there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, this this is such a great conversation. We're down to the last minute. Uh, I'll tell you real quickly, uh, Talisha, real quickly, how can people get in touch with you if they wanted to? Uh, they can go to CourageousWomanMag.com. And you can subscribe or you can reach me directly at info at CourageousOneMag.com. LaDonna, Lady LaDonna, how can they get in touch with you? And Instagram. Yes, they can go to all the uh, social media outlets, uh, Lady LaDonna, and the book is um, um, LaDonna Michelle under all the literary platforms. The King. Or Bridgeport <laughs> Media. The King, how can they get in touch with you? A uh, couple ways you can go to IG. You can go to I am King Kedar, and that is K E D A R. We know how to spell King. And on Facebook, I am King Kedar. If you'd like to see where my next shows, you can go to Kings with S Comedy And to look for the new uh, ABO, you go to ABO Ensembles.com. That's S E N N E B L E S.com. ABO Ensembles.com. Wow. I, I like to say I'm just want to remind everybody about the uh, Bay Award that's coming up uh, in two days. If you haven't gotten your ticket, just like Talisha said, you need to go on vote, get your tickets. And I, I'm looking forward to seeing you there. I'd like to thank my great, great guests for taking the time to come on the show today. Looking forward to having you all again. I, I really enjoyed this one. I'd like to thank my great co-host, Michelle Cooley. You know, who always doing all the heavy lifting. I like to thank my producer, Matt Swan. You know, most important, I like to thank our listening audience for always taking the time to tune in to the James Cooley Show because it's your life. We'll see you at the Bay Awards, but I'll also see you tomorrow as well. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. Talk to you later. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been the James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.